This is the Visit the Zoo podcast, episode number 68, where today we hear about the emu and the final chapter read from Noah, an animal adventure fantasy. Everybody and welcome to episode number 68 of the Visit the Zoo podcast and I am your host Frederick Fishman and I am the author of the 12 book 120 animal series of Visit the Zoo books and they are on Kindle and in print and also audio on audible.com and DVD and all of that is on and available on amazon.com. We are going to drop in the last chapter at the very end of the podcast of Noah, an Animal Adventure Fantasy, my novel that I wrote not too long ago, and this will be the last chapter. I also want to mention that we have three websites going that if you want to check them out. First of all, the host website for the Visit the Zoo podcast, which is Zoo Animals, that's plural, zooanimals.info zooanimals.info and my author website is frederickfishman.com and it's spelled f-i-c-h-m-a-n frederickfishman.com and our merchandise sites on both Amazon and also on Zazzle you can get links to that at zooswear.com that's z-o-o-z-w-e-a-r.com t-shirts and mugs and a whole bunch of other products with all the great images lifted out from my 12 book series visit the zoo again that's zooswear z-o-o-z-w-e-a-r zooswear.com all right let's get going This is our animal news segment, and I do want to mention five stories that we've curated for you that you can check out for this episode number 68. And you can go to two places to get these stories and and read them. Some of them have video. One site is my blog site for Visit the Zoo, which is vtzlife.com. That's V tzlife.com or you can just go to zooanimals.info and look at the description section for this episode number 68 and you'll see the links now what i've done i've i've put up five stories but the first four are kind of working together and they're about animals in desperate conditions and i've avoided this for a long time because it is really upsetting to read some of these stories but I, I keep on seeing them pop up and I thought I would just dump them all into this curated content section this time this week so you can take a look at them and the titles for these stories are animals rescued from deplorable conditions in vacant church hill home and there's a link with video on that as well and the second one is Uh, Animal Game Farm Denies Animal Mistreatment. The third story is More Than 40 Animals Rescued from Filthy Home. And the fourth story about this these deplorable animal conditions get get gebhart get gebhart are no kill shelters killing animals anyway i mean he all these four stories you wonder what the heck is wrong with people i, I just don't understand it and number 5 there's a story from dallas it's called dallas zoo keeps animals safe year round especially in winter so 
you may want to check those stories out in the curated content section. Again, that's in the description for this episode on zoo animals. Dot info, or you can go to our blog at vtzlife.com. are the sounds of a flightless bird called an emu. I mean, those deep rumbling sounds, that's that's a bird. It's called the emu. It's like a smaller version of an ostrich, and they live in Australia. And let me just play the animal description so you can learn a little bit about this strange-looking creature. Let's look at a large, warm-blooded creature again. The emu is not officially, but by popular demand, considered the bird of Australia. It has a long history with humans and the development of that island continent where it lives. It is respected, but also has been used for human food and for the emu oil, which was used at one time to light lamps. Emus are nomads and will cover great distances in search of food and water. It has powerful legs, some of the most powerful legs in the entire animal kingdom. Those legs allow them to leap high into the air to get away from their main predator, a dingo, a type of dog. Those legs can also rip down a metal fence and propel the emu to speeds of up to 40 miles per hour. They grow to about six feet tall and weigh about 100 pounds. They have a varied diet of plants, fruits, insects, seeds, and leaves. And they have a curious habit of eating small pebbles to aid in their digestion. They are flightless and second only in size to the ostrich. Females will lay 9 to 11 green eggs, no ham, that are about 6 inches long. But it is the males who sit on the eggs. They will sit and incubate those eggs for as long as eight weeks straight, rarely getting up, not eating or drinking until the hatchlings emerge from their shells. That's dedication. Emus can live 10 to 20 years. They have excellent eyesight and hearing, and they have a very curious nature. They love to observe other animals. They like to come up to humans to observe them as well sometimes pecking at them to get a reaction, to see how the humans move next. They sleep at night in fits and starts and have a tremendous capability to roam as much as 15 miles per day. They are an interesting species of birds with an intelligence that is fascinating. And that's a little bit about the emu very strange looking creature. We're going to play now for you the very last chapter from my novel called Noah, an Animal Adventure Fantasy. And this chapter is a little bit shorter than than most of the others. So this is going to be a quick listen for you. If you want to read the book either in print or in Kindle, you can do that by going to Amazon.com or you can also get the audio book with all 
14 chapters that I have dropped in these last 14 weeks in to the Visit the Zoo podcast, you can go to audible.com or you can also go back to Amazon. If you want links to Amazon to make it really easy, again, go to Zoo Animals, that's plural, Zoo Animals. Dot info and you'll see the cover and all you've got to do is just click on that and it'll take you right to the Amazon sales page. Again, the title of the book is Noah, an Animal Adventure Fantasy. And let's listen to the final chapter. Chapter 14. Noah was once again inside the green tunnel. The howling Antarctic wind had ceased. It was replaced by the rising sounds of the zoo he left behind what seemed like an eternity ago. He looked at the walls and the ceiling of his green cocoon. The sun brightly illuminated the pathway as it pointed and sloped up. Noah took in a deep breath of the warm air. He was ready to go home. He slowly climbed the path. With each step, the sounds of the zoo became louder and more distinct. He began to hear sounds as well of people, of humans talking. Noah finally took the final two or three steps to the end of that green canopy and the green tunnel. He saw the main pathway of the zoo. He stepped away from that tunnel and stood near its edge. Directly across from him, where the peacocks were, he saw his mother and his father. They seemed slightly panicked as they talked to several police and zoo workers. His mother then turned her glance back toward the green canopy and saw Noah. She put her hand to her mouth and cried with relief and joy. His father turned and saw Noah. His father's tense face then relaxed. His parents ran to him. His mother hugged him like she'd never hugged him before. She was sobbing very quietly. His father then wrapped his strong arms around both of them. The three of them stayed embraced for some time. His father then bent down to Noah's level. His father rested on his knees. His father said, Son, Noah, where have you been? We've been looking for you for at least a half an hour, an hour, maybe an eternity. I don't know. Noah considered his words carefully and then said, I, I just wanted to see the panda. His father then said almost pleadingly, but I wanted you to stay put. Noah then said quietly but firmly, I know, but I wanted to explore on my own, just like Jeremy and I used to do. I wanted to explore. Tears then began to well in his father's eyes. Noah, my beautiful son, I love you so much. And his father hugged him tightly. The family, Noah and his father and his mother, walked away from the entrance down to the panda enclosure. They walked away from the green portal that led to the green tunnel. They walked hand in hand and then disappeared into the crowd. The sounds of the zoo were all around them and the rest of the visitors in the zoo. The sounds were happy. The end. 
everybody, that was it. That was Noah, an animal adventure fantasy. And you can get that as a Kindle or a print book. And you can also get all of the chapters together as an audiobook on audible.com or just by going to amazon.com to get the links to all of that. You can go to zooanimals.info. That's zooanimals.info. Look for the cover. I think it's down there at the bottom to the left. Just click on the cover and it'll take you immediately to the Amazon sales page where you can get all versions of Noah, an animal adventure fantasy. That's a wrap for today's episode number 68 of the Visit the Zoo podcast. I want to thank you all very much for joining me. And as always, I please ask you to subscribe, rate, review, Wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it's on iTunes or Spotify or any of the 13 plus podcast directories where it's listed. Of course, you can also go back to the home site again to zooanimals.info and you can listen there as well. Our merchandise site where we have images from the 12 books on all types of merch from Shirts, T-shirts, long sleeve T-shirts to, to hoodies and mugs and everything else. So you can go to zooswear.com for the links to either Amazon or Zazzle. Again, that is at zooswear.com, Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R.com. My main author website is Frederick Fishman, F-I-C-H-M-A-N, FrederickFishman.com. I also want to give you one more reminder about our new daily blog that I do at dailydesertdoodle.com. That's dailydesertdoodle.com. Well, I want to thank you again very much for joining me. It's been a pleasure reading that novel, and uh, let's see if we can come up with something again in the future. So take care, everybody. Have a great week ahead. Bye for now.